Welcome to the Umpiring Fast Pitch Softball Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Pete. And today we're going to talk about bats, unapproved, illegal, altered, and the penalties that come with. And these are different by sanction. And so since it's USA softball season right now, and uh, that's the sanction that uh, the rule set that we know the best, let's start there, Pete, with um, what is a approved or uh, unapproved or illegal or altered or bat in, in USA softball? Yeah, so rule number one, in order to be a legal bat, uh, is it has to have the stamp on it. So there are a couple of stamps that make uh, it certified. So the first thing you want to look for if you're picking up a bat is you want to look for that stamp. So we have the, uh, the older ones, the two, 2000 uh, Amateur Softball Association, certified by the Amateur Softball Association stamp. There's an ASA certified 2004 uh, that is a, on, a, on a plate and a USA softball certified. Uh, also on a plate that is allowed in all games and then allowed in all slow pitch men's and junior Olympic boys. They've got a couple of different stamps too, but this is a fast pitch uh, right. women's. Yeah. And so, and then, so there are some other things about that. So when you're picking it up, if you are doing a tournament in the summer that still requires umpires to inspect bats, oftentimes uh, you do the inspection of the first game of the day and then they kind of let it go. Sometimes they, they instruct you to inspect all day long or just looking out for it at the plate. But um, there's some things about bats uh, that they should have. They should have a safety knob. And so these, all these things are in the USA rule book. Uh, I'm on page 30 of uh, the 2023 book and, and, for, and going forward. Um, the knob will have a diameter of at least 1.6 inches. So that, that is, there should be something at the bottom that is bigger around than the handle. At the bottom kind of is a, a, a place to stop your hands from sliding off. It's got a handle. It describes that. The grip, the taper, the barrel, the end cap. All those things are described with uh, all of the, uh, the the parameters that are allowed of those items. Yeah, and so the certified bat, though, could become altered and, and be listed as an altered bat, right? And yeah. what, what makes a bat altered? So you're looking for things. Some of the typical things you might see are shaved or rolled uh, bats become altered, as well as bats that are heated. They consider that so... It happens a little less in the summer, but if you're playing colder weather games, something where there's an artificial, people have bat warmers or uh, things like that, where they stick them next to a, a space heater or any, any deal, that's not allowed. Those are altered. And so rolling the bat, I think, increases its compression, right? So which would make it a quote-unquote hotter bat. And the idea of shaving or anything like that of the bat is what, to make it lighter? Is that the, yeah, that's so. what we're looking to? Yep. Yeah. Yep, rolling it's kind of breaking it in, trying to put you know two hundred two hundred strikes on it, you know, with with a machine, you know, to to make the bat hotter. So um, hopefully we don't see that much in you know today's world, but you, you have to watch out for it and uh, take some experience to actually be able to to find it. So to have a, a certified or approved bat, um, is there a, such a thing as a non-conforming? Yeah, so those those are bats um, that would be so if it's. A non-conforming bat would be one that doesn't have a stamp, but it could have the stamp and then be non-conforming because it was made to be non-conforming. So um, if, you th- if you look at the definition of what's allowed, for instance, in the section on grip, it says the grip will not be less than six inches and not more than 15 inches from the knob. Resin, pine tar, or spray are permissible on the grip region only. So the grip especially is something that people, you know, they take grip on and off their bats. So they could change that and make it illegal or make it, what was the word? Non-conforming. <laughs> non-conforming, right. Uh, be non-conforming. So if anyone who puts something sticky on their bat beyond the allowable region, it's now non-conforming because it doesn't meet the definition. Even though it was a USA-approved bat, even though it hasn't been altered, 
it is still non-conforming in that case. Yeah. Are there bats out there, Pete, that have the, the USA or ASA logos on them, so they're certified or approved, but then have since become um, not allowed? Yes, absolutely. USA keeps a list of those, uh, and that list is available online. This list, USA uses it, and uh, uh, NFHS also defaults to using this list, as well as anything on this list is also, uh, USSA also uses this as guidance for things that have fallen out of conformity. So you can find that list online, uh, and there's actually a bat this year, the Suncoast uh, Drop 10 bat that was added to that list because it originally had gotten the stamp for whatever reason and uh, was found to be out of, out of conformance when actually manufactured and therefore is no longer legal. Okay. So in USA Softball, is there a uh, penalty for using uh, a unapproved bat, an illegal bat? What's the? Can you talk me through a little bit about the difference between the penalties for the different kinds of bats that you might run into? Yes. So when you jump ahead in the rule book down to the section where under batting, the batting rule, and you say the batter is out. So we have when a batter enters the batter's box with or is discovered using an altered or non-approved bat, the batter is out, they are ejected, and in a tournament, uh, the tournament committees could in further uh, put fines, like they could make him no longer eligible to play in the tournament at all, or any of the other penalties that a tournament may put in. That's true if it's using an altered or non-approved bat. That's true if they were discovered using that altered or non-approved bat after completing their tournament bat, but before the next pitch. Um, those things are all true. But also, if they enter the batter's box or are discovered using in the illegal bat, they're just out. Or if they complete their turn and before the next pitch, they're out. So when we talk about what is an illegal bat, right? So the definition in USA is an illegal bat is any bat that is non, non-official. Yeah. So the official definition from the USA softball manual says illegal bat, a bat that does not meet the requirements of an official bat or warm-up bat. So we, we talked about the first question you asked me was what is an official bat, right? So an official bat bears certification marks, does all those other things. An illegal bat is any non-official bat, but non-official bats can include altered bats, can include the other piece. And so the rule, though, makes a point to say anyone using an illegal bat is out, but someone using an altered bat, a, um, an illegal bat is one that is non-conforming. But it makes a point to say an illegal bat automatically an out. So non-conforming, it means it's not official bat that's an out. But there are further penalties if it's either altered or non-approved. So we're literally down to what would make a bat ever illegal, but not altered or non-approved. How would it be illegal in those ways? And that was some of the questions you were saying. It's basically the non-conformance. Right. If the bat, it hasn't been, it's not damaged because that is a separate section. It's not altered. It wasn't rolled, shaved, weighted in any other way. It's not non-approved. It's got the correct seals and it hasn't been revoked. But it seems to be the only way you get it out without an ejection is maybe some of those other pieces where, um, you know, pine tar and grips are out of place or some of those yep. other pieces of the bat that make it non-conforming but not meeting the definition of altered or non-approved. Yeah, I got you. So for the most part, though, it's it's what you're going to find is, um, yeah, it was you weren't allowed to use that bat. You're out of here. You're done. Yeah. yeah. So I actually had that happen to me in a USA tournament uh, a few years ago. I was I was umpiring up north. Actually, had the UIC uh, wanted to do a game with me, so he was the uh, he was the base umpire, and it was a really unfortunate situation. Last inning of the game, uh, probably the the third time I've had this team today, 
and um, a girl who was one of their very best hitters um, stepped in the box with a one of the Easton ghosts, and it's one of the gray ones, if you recall those from a few years ago. They made two different bats. They made a U-Trip uh, a certified bat, and they made a USA certified bat. And this was a USA tournament, and I had not noticed and up to that point uh, that she was using a gold um, U-Trip bat, and uh, I saw it. Uh, right in the middle of her plate appearance, called time, asked her if I could see the bat. She handed it to me. I verified that it was a, a the U-trip version of the bat. So I called my partner in the UIC and said, uh, I think the, you know, the rule is that she's she's out and ejected from the game. And he, he said, uh, yeah, I, I think that's the rule too. And uh, so that's exactly what we did. We ejected the young lady from the game. Her dad was very, very upset. Yeah. And... Um, I think, you know, I, I felt bad because, you know, it had a had the the idea that, you know, she just maybe they played a lot of U trip and, you know, maybe they didn't know the rule or something like that. Um, but then the very next game I had the team again and of course she didn't get ejected from the tournament, just that game. And she stepped into the batter's box with the blue, uh, the USA version of the bat. And I said, Oh, one of your one of your teammates let you borrow their bat. No, it's mine. I own them both. Oh, yes. I no longer felt bad for the young nope. lady. So I think she knew really full well what she was doing because I can tell you from my own personal experience, my coach's bat is the, the U-trip version of that bat because it's hotter. It's easier for my old person to, to hit the hard ground balls to the college kids uh, with that gold one than it would have been the blue one. So she knew what she was doing. Yeah. So we, we talked about this being you know the USA rules. NFHS, as, as mentioned, kind of defaults to USA as far as those certification marks and some of the other definitions. In fact, the rule for penalties is almost exactly the same, just of course worded slightly differently. So in section 7.4 and NFHS under the batter is out, it says the batter enters the batter's box with an illegal bat or is discovered having used an illegal bat and the infraction is detected before the next legal or illegal pitch. Okay, Only the umpire or defense may detect an illegal bat. The ball is dead immediately. All runners not put out on the play must return to the base occupied at the time of the pitch. Okay, so we've got everything here, right? We already said this is batter is out section, so batter is out for sure. And then everything else is the same. And that is the same situation that was put out by USA, just in a different order. But it actually starts with illegal bat, and then it just ratchets it up. And it says, uh, when the illegal bat is an altered or non-approved bat, the batter and head coach are also ejected. So I don't, oh, wow. I don't think the USA mentions the head coach, no. but I think that is because in NFHS, we don't check bats, That's right. but instead you ask the coach, are your players legally and properly equipped? So the punishment for them, quote unquote, lying to us or not maintaining control of their equipment throughout the game right. is that they are ejected. And the, yeah. that penalty comes with some other consequences to high school coaches. Yeah, for sure. That would classes that would, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So when I was a high school coach, I made sure that I checked all of the bats for my, my entire team and they weren't at, they weren't allowed at the, uh, at the uh, at the Even field, at the park, yeah, yeah so no at the field. So, similarly, NCAA they make things a little bit easier, uh, in my opinion, anyway, and they actually classify uh, bats as inappropriate, which I think is is kind of cool, because they then they go further to define that an inappropriate bat is a bat that is illegal, altered, or non-approved. So they just kind of lump it all together, yeah, and they say, hey, if if it's an inappropriate bat, then you know the penalties are going to apply to it. And um, the penalties, of course, are, are along the lines of everything that we've seen so far in U USA and, and NFHS, too. So if you're using one of those bats, that's a no-go. So 
there's a little bit more to this in the NCAA very recently. Uh, I don't remember the year that it started. I think it was two years ago um, that the at every contest, the bats are tested. Mm-hmm. And so they have to appear on the NCAA bat list. And um, you, you specify, I have, you know, three of this bat, two of this bat, you know, that kind of thing. And then each of those are compression tested before the contest. And it's once a day. So if you have a double header, you know, they're tested once. Um, and then they are inspected by the umpires. When the umpires get to the field, um, the bats need to be lined up outside the, the dugout with the bat list. And they verify the number of bats that have been tested and the number of bats that are in play today. And by in play, that means any bat in the dugout. So uh, if you have a, you know, if you got a practice bat, many of the college students they have bats that they'll use to hit off the hitting machine, you know, the pitching right. machine, and you know they don't want uh, they don't want to use their five hundred dollar ghost, you know, for that. So mm-hmm. those just cannot be in the dugout. And then they're they're inspected to make sure that they're not damaged um, or um, what was the word was used was altered, right? If they have yeah. pine tar up past the handle or yeah, something like that, non-conforming. Yep. So they're inspected for that. Interesting. If they're removed from the contest, um, the they need to be you know removed so that they cannot be used that day in play. And actually, the the CCA umpires manual says that um, it needs to be reported uh, also that there was a, uh, a illegal bat or an inappropriate bat actually found that was supposedly in play yeah. after the uh, so after the testing. In your last couple of seasons, have you ever had? that in your game either your, your team or the other team have you ever had one that? um so we've had one bat um that we thought it tested fine mm-hmm. uh and it well it did test fine compression wise and from from the time that the bat got tested and then the the player went in and warmed up for the day and then got you know the bat got lined up to be inspected by the umpires um it had a rattle oh. and so she had broken it uh, during warm-ups and um so yeah unfortunately a uh, Again, one of those five hundred dollar ghosts. So, under warranty. So here's a new one. Yeah, and so that's so something to be pointed out. At least in NFHS USA, if you find a damaged bat, that is removed without penalty. That's right. So that's a damaged bat would be something like you may get a rattle. So the best some of those those uh, composite bats break. Sometimes you get a dent, and especially it may have sure. gotten dented. Especially if they were hitting off the machine with it. If they're with their good bat, it might be dented. Could be chipped in a way. The end cap can be broken off. We had a player had that situation in high school. Any of those other items might, yep. so those things are just without penalty. It's usually not intentional. Matter of fact, it makes the bat less likely to be good a lot of times. Right. Um, so no one's trying to get an advantage. Maybe they didn't know, or maybe they couldn't afford another bat. And they were maybe they were trying to get over. But yeah, it's no a, it's amazing how many here in in Central Ohio, and probably even in the Midwest, and for the spring seasons in high school, you see a lot of aluminum bats. Uh, yeah. Because the you know the the composite bats are really sensitive to temperature mm-hmm. and so if it's too cold out you, you can break them pretty easily and so people that are a bit savvy will uh, will show up with an aluminum bat too and um, and those can absolutely be dented you yeah know, you can see those pretty simply so all right pete anything else uh that's it just well the one extra sanction kind of cover is you know we didn't talk about utrip uh utrip follows the usa standards for kind of specifications on a bat but they do have their own stamp, as you mentioned with your ghost story. Uh, and they do keep a list of withdrawn or non-compliant fast pitch models. They also hold to the USA uh, list if there's any that may share stamps. Um, so they, they go with those. In fact, they're withdrawn. So I'm looking at the list that was last updated April 21st, 2023. They only have two bats on their list that's like their special list. 
It's a 2013 Louisville Slugger, a um, couple of models, and then the new Suncoast Backlash from 2023 is the one that USA had stamped and then put on their list for the first time in a couple of years. Those are the only two they list, so they kind of rely back on the others as well. But they have their own list of rules, but everything else in there is pretty similar as far as what happens. So just cover, just kind of cover those bases and not leave out our YouTube friends. Great, Pete. Thanks for that. Yep. So I think I think that covers it for the for the game. It's it's a, it's a rough way to go. Uh, you may feel bad for having to eject a coach in, in FHS or call a player out as you discussed happened in your game. But I mean, these are the rules. These they are expected to know the rule as much as they are to know not to step off before someone releases a pitch or yeah. uh, you know not to do any not to interfere with the, the ball or not to obstruct a runner. This is one of those rules people should know and, and pay attention to. And umpires should not be scared to call this if they see it. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Yep. Have a good week.